A vital element to the existence of the transformers and for their continued operations is that of energon. It is used as an energy source, nutrients, medication, and it even runs through their vascular system, helping to keep them alive. For the transformers, it is as vital to their existence as food, water, and air is to humanity. Greetings and welcome back to Checkpoint Gaming Transformers. With this episode, we will be looking at the game mechanics. With actions within actions, it consists of an action battle card that instructs the player to perform additional actions as part of their effect. When resolving this action card, it causes abilities to trigger which become pending. When it comes time to resolve this pending action, resolve them one at a time starting with the action that was triggered first. With triggered abilities, there are abilities that are caused to occur by a specific game action. They are usually found on cards in the battlefield and have a triggered condition and effect written on it. They also happen just after a specified game action is taken which is written in said ability. With such triggered conditions, they can have an end game effect. In most cases, the effect of the triggered ability will trigger immediately after the triggered condition. If the triggered condition is in action or upgrade, then the triggered ability will wait until after the action has been completed or the upgrade has been put onto a character. Sometimes, there is the possibility that multiple triggered abilities are triggered at the same time. When multiple abilities are triggered at the same time, the attacker will resolve all of their triggered abilities from said game event one at a time in the order they choose. From there, the defender will resolve all their triggered abilities from said game event one at a time in the order of their choice. In some complex game situations, the handling of a triggered ability can trigger other triggered abilities to occur. With the most recent ability that triggered is resolved first. If multiple abilities are triggered simultaneously and during the resolution of those abilities, one or more other abilities are triggered, the remaining original triggered abilities wait until the new abilities are all handled. Once an ability has been triggered, it will be resolved even if the character with that ability left said character is KO'd or if the upgrade with that ability leaves the battlefield. When there are multiple abilities trying to modify how much attack damage an upgrade character will take, the controlling player of said character will decide what order the effects are to be applied to the upgraded character. In most cases, as soon as the player's deck has been exhausted and there are no battle cards left, left in it, grab the scrap pile and shuffle it. Once done shuffling, this will become your new deck. This situation can happen at any time during the game. There's only one exception to this procedure and that is when you're in the middle of resolving an action or a triggered ability and there are battle cards placed into your scrap pile earlier in this action or ability's effect. In this situation, do not scrap those cards. They stay in the scrap pile until you finish resolving your action or ability. With all that being addressed, your player may also include stratagem into their deck with the name target of the stratagem is present on their starting team. With the name target, it has to be a specifically named character on your starting team, a generally named character on your starting team, a combiner that a character on your starting team could combine into, a character on your starting team that may be deployed, a faction on a character in their starting, deployed, or combined mode, or a trait of a character in their starting, deployed, or combined mode. However, a named character cannot be a battle card, a stratagem, or a character who is not on your starting team. A player also cannot have two stratagems with the same named target on the battlefield at the same time. Although a named target can be plural in its writing, it is more singular in nature. For example, it can say Autobots in the flavor text, but it can still be playable with a single Autobot character found in the player's starting team. In order for a stratum to work on all the characters, either target of any character. When it relates to a particular character, the stratum is expected to use the same artwork as found on the card relating to it. But you can also have more than one stratagem as long as each stratagem lists a different character, trait, or faction listed on it and you start your team including said character, trait, or faction. With the placement of your stratagem, it goes into your battlefield and is revealed at the beginning of the game as you reveal your team. Some stratagems also have an ability that causes them to flip. This happens with one-time abilities and will essentially turn the ability off. You also never count as part of your deck. They can also be part of your sideboard and can swords with 10 battle cards. 
Regarding several battle cards for later waves, they say that they are to be put into the KO area. What this means is that they are essentially out of the game unless something specifically says to put them elsewhere. If they are to be put into the KO area, they are not scrapped, preventing them from being reshuffled into the deck when the deck is emptied. When it comes to moving damage counters from one character to another, it never counts as damaging or repairing a character. When it comes to upgrades, they stay on the battlefield and attach to the character and can only be put onto a character if the character possesses a slot for the appropriate upgrade type. With upgrades, there are three kinds, weapon, armor, and utility. With each character, they can have up to one of each kind. If you want to play an upgrade type on a character that already has one of that kind, you'll have to scrap the old one. When the upgrade is put onto a character, events will occur in the following order. First, the player will choose a slot of the appropriate upgrade type for said upgrade to occur followed by it being put into the given slot. The slot will usually match type printed on the card. Orientation around the character also indicates the upgrade type. Left is for weapon, right is for armor, and below is for utility. Second, if a character has too many upgrades of a given type, the upgrade or upgrades that were previously found on the character are to be scrapped until there are no longer too many upgrades found in the respective slot. Third, if this upgrade was played as part of the resolution of an action or triggered ability, then any abilities that will trigger due to this upgrade being put onto the character will have to wait until the current action or triggered ability finishes being resolved. Fourth, any subsequent triggered abilities of the active player will resolve in the order of their choosing. Fifth, any subsequent triggered abilities of the non-active player will resolve in the order of their choosing. With the nature of the upgrades, they are not unique, thus allowing copies of the same upgrade to be found on the battlefield. For example, multiple characters can be equipped with the same weapon. And if the text found on the character or battle card allows it, multiple copies of the same upgrade can be allowed to be equipped onto the same character. With that said, some upgrades will say put on something only. What this means is that the subscriber upgrade and ability describes the kind of character the upgrade is allowed to be equipped onto. This usually consists of things such as melee, plane, tank, or range, meaning that this upgrade can only be put onto a character that will match the lesser requirement. It is worth noting that once this type of upgrade has been equipped, it will stay on that character even when it flips. So even though a character no longer displays the lesser requirement for it to be equipped, it will stay on the character. This ability only limits what upgrade can necessarily be put on. Once the upgrade has been equipped, the upgrade does not check the requirement again. Checking once is enough. When it comes to tap abilities, they can be used during your turn but before your attack. It provides you with another action you can do on your turn along with playing an action card, playing an upgrade card, and flipping a character between modes. When using the tap ability, it does not count as a character attacking. It just counts as using their ability. In order to use the character's tap ability, the character will have to be untapped with using the ability causing the character to become tapped. To resolve the tap ability, it has a tap symbol which is marked by a bracketed lowercase t in the text down to the left of the arrow. Although the character might have a tap ability, it does not mean you have to use it. It's just an option for you to use. With tap abilities, they can be found on multiple characters found on your team. In situations like this, you can only use one tap ability per turn. Even if you have an action card that allows you to untap a character with a tap ability, you cannot use that character's tap ability again if it was used earlier in your turn. That one tap ability per turn rule is still in place. With some tap abilities, they require a cost in order for you to use it. If you cannot pay the tap ability cost, then you cannot use the tap ability. When it comes to that of a secret action, it is an action that is played during the game. That way, it keeps your opponent in the dark until it's too late for them to stop you. When revealing it, do so when it says to do so and then use this ability and put it into your scrap pile at the start of your next turn. When playing a secret action, it counts as the player playing an action. And though your opponent cannot look at it until it's revealed, you're allowed to look at your own secret action before it is revealed. In order to play a secret action, put it into the play area where actions and flip out cards normally go face down. Since this secret action is secret, it doesn't have an immediate effect. 
Instead, it will wait until later in the game to do its thing, often on your opponent's turn. And if a character or battle card has flavor text that touches upon the plane of an action, the flavor text is triggered, the secret action is first played, and it will not trigger again the secret action is revealed. With each secret action, it has two parts, its reveal condition and its revealed effect, which occurs in that order. With the reveal condition, it tells you when to reveal the secret action by turning it face up, which typically occurs when your opponent does something. With the revealed effect, it tells you what the secret action does when it is revealed. When a secret action is revealed in this manner, it stays in the play area until it is scrapped at the end of the turn. It is worth noting that a secret action will not wait around forever. If it is played during your turn, it will wait around until the end of your opponent's turn, and if its reveal condition is not met by then, it will be scrapped along with the other played or flipped cards for that turn. When it is scrapped in this manner, it is done so face up and it will not cause revealed effect to occur. So with that said, that is what you need to know about the game mechanics. With that taken care of, we can move on to the character types. If you liked this episode, feel free to give it a like, and if you want to stay up to date on any future episodes that we upload, then go ahead and subscribe. You can also support us on Patreon for as little as $1 a month at patreon.com slash checkpointgain. See you in the next episode, and happy gaming.